thank each and every one for participating and those who are new and those who are existing uh, members of the Force of One organization, we thank you. Those who are listening in the world through our podcast, and we appreciate you listening in, chiming in. topic of tonight is the power and purpose of dreams. The reason I chose this topic is because everyone in every situation, if you have breath in your body, you're you're experiencing or you have a dream locked on the inside of your heart. In order for you to release that dream or realize that dream, dreams really come from when you're when you're asleep when you're asleep so when you're asleep dreams are like imaginations they're vivid pictures they the dreams are not necessarily emotionally tied to the dreamer but the dream actually gives off like predictions of the future or it may give some kind of warning to the present moment, but dreams usually happen when you are asleep. Now, dreams are, can be said this way is that dreams are transmission vehicles that serve as communications channels in the spirit world, and they act like waves and thoughts, ideas, activities, impressions on, on the mind while people are asleep. So, Thinking of it this way is that dream sends messages and they send information that is conveyed by your, you know, in the faith community, they say they're conveyed by spirit messengers, which is the same thing as angels. And in, in another community, they may say they're you know, given by messengers such as, you know, they, they see their colors and they see different visions. And it's kind of similar to the same thing. They're just different language, but it serves the same purpose. Now, the difference between a dream and a vision is that the main difference between the two is that dreams happen when you sleep and visions happen when you're awake. So think of this is that visions happen when a person is awake and they often see in the spirit world or they often see in the spirit. For example, they see you know, things that are happening across other countries or across other dimensions and other, other things, but that that's actually happening in the spirit world, you know, they are at that one. So let's make it simple. Now, dreams are predictive and revelatory and they have no emotional to the dreamer. Now visions supernatural events that are seen in the spirit world. Why now they give you a perfect example of someone who had a powerful dream is it was a young man or a young boy named Joseph. And Joseph, you know, he had a dream. And his dream was that he was to become a ruler over his family. His family were to was to bow down or to surrender to his reign and his authority. And most of you that are listening to this podcast, that you have a dream of leading an organization. You have a dream of leading family. You have a dream of becoming better than you are right now. 
And when you see the image of your dream, you must hold tight to that image and you must grasp that image and you must keep that image close and near to your heart and you must protect it with all your might and you must protect it with all your strength and all your soul because if you don't, you wind up yourselves with dream killers. Dream killers are people that they will speak negative things against your dream, just like Joseph's brothers. Joseph's brothers were jealous of his dreams. Jealous of words that didn't even come to pass at the time. What did Joseph's brothers do? Joseph's brothers took the time and they just what they did was one moment. Joseph's brothers, what Joseph's brothers did was they because of their jealousy, they took Joseph and they had a plot to kill him. Doesn't sound familiar when the events that occurred about a week or two weeks ago that when you see people are doing good in the community and you always have that one jealous person that is plotting to kill the dream. Isn't that kind of strange when you go to work and you are progressing at work and you get a promotion and the the leader or the supervisor or boss is recognizing your your gift, recognizing your potential and recognizing means that you're contributing at the at the job and where you're the place of work and you find yourself and you find your name into the gospel, the gospel group, and you find name into you know other people's mouth or are hate when they don't even know you. Isn't that what you go through each and every day when you end the journey, walking in the journey of your dream that people will hate on you when they don't even know who you are, the power and purpose of a dream. Is simply this, is that when you have a dream, when you have a dream, it's normally linked up to a pattern. It's normally linked up to a pattern. So it's, it's a good thing to write down because every dream, every dream shows you a pattern of what is to come and it shows you a pattern what is what was in the past, and also show you a pattern of what direction that you should go into. Let me simply say, let me simply explain is that the dream that shows you the past, and in Joseph's case, is that Abraham, he had he Abraham his great his. It's his great great father, how how it is, but Abraham was part of the lineage. Isaac was, you know, was part of the lineage. They had he's got Isaac had dreams. Jacob had dreams. Jacob, Isaac, Isaac, and Abraham, all of them had dreams. You have dreams and visions. Tell you and your family had a dream and visions, and that usually linked up to the pattern of your past. Now I'm trying to sometimes that when you have those. Patterns of dreams, they reveal something that either needs to reveal something good or something that needs to be worked on, or they reveal something that that needs to be done in 
family timeline. So you want to follow a pattern of the past. You want to follow the pattern of the future. The future is that when Joseph's case, when he had the dream, he saw that he was a ruler. Over, he saw that he was a king. He was a ruler. And that his family actually bowed down to him, surrendered to him, and he saw himself as someone that was leading. Oftentimes, that we see ourselves as leaders, but we end up linking ourselves, we build in our relationship with people that are not that do not want to fly to a high level. They want to all want to stay the same. And there's nothing wrong with those people, but they're just not designed to be in the relationship for you, not for a long period of time, only just for a season. Because when you decide that you want to become that leader who takes on the responsibility of flying, going to a, a, a higher level or flying to a higher level, then you will have to connect to people that will take you there. Another thing that you need to write down about dreams, uh, dreams, dreams, the good or bad, they will always attract haters. Why you say if it's good or bad? Because if it's good, then you attract haters who don't even know who you are. They don't know your identity and who you know. And when it, it you attract haters when it's bad because, <laughs> you know, haters and haters, you know, they stick together like birds of a feather. So, you know, if you your dream is bad, you, you know, attract negativity, and the negativity will always be attracted to you. So they will hate you even when you, you know, you're not moving into that, that, that positive place. So think about this, too, as well, that, Dreams empower you to lead and to manage your mission, to manage your purpose, to manage your mission, manage your purpose. So think of this is that when you align yourself with your dream, you align yourself with that journey, your dream will, your dream should, your dreams should align you with your purpose and mission because when you get into that realm of walking walk into a dream, you step not being committed to it, then your dream, based on your gifts, will lead you into a successful life. It will lead you into a successful life. This is the point I want to drive home, is that the purpose of dream is not the dream itself. The power of purpose of dream is you haven't you maintain the character, you sustain your character along the marathon of dream. You have seen that many people when they get to such such a level of success that they end up some people end up not happy, some people end up happy. Some people they get to a certain level and it just never they just can't hold a thing together because they never develop the characters to sustain the journey. So one of the main missions of the dream is that you must grow 
into the area of your dream. If you don't grow into the area of your dream, then you will never learn how to persevere. What does persevere mean? Persevering means that you you simply can handle the pressure of the dream. You never can have a diamond without the pressure of the coal. You never can have the precious rubies, the precious stones without the pressure of crushing and the compact. You never can have oil, especially anointing oil, without it being crushed. So don't think that you're ever going to have the success that you want in your dream without without going through the crushing in the process, without going through the crushing of the process. And what do you mean by crushing of the process? What do you mean have to get crushed to go through the process? No, you just have to handle the pressure that comes during the process. Can I be transparent for a moment? Is that, you know, the pressure may lead you into being in a garage full of snakes and top roaches and fully can endanger you when you're trying to live your dream. So the pressure of of staying in character while you pursuing your dream. A perfect example of that is when Joseph's in the pit. You have to imagine being in the pit with his brother him in the pit because they you know, it was Reuben that say we don't want the blood to be upon our hands. They put him in the pit. Joseph was in the pit full of darkness, and he had to use the bathroom in the pit. He couldn't get out of the pit, so the pit became a stinky situation. And that, isn't that something that you are committed to your dream? And you did everything that you can do. Then somewhere in the mix of life that you find yourself in a stinky situation is a situation that is out of your control, but it is a test because every, if it's authentic, it must be tested every dream. As authentic, it must be tested in the midst of a test. Life is asking you this question. Can your character uphold you? Will you stay the same through the test? This is the trademark of one's identity. The dream is that can you saying, can your identity of love, of courage, of hope, of a person even a legacy, can you stay the same? You be the person who is double-minded, you know, go back and forth and just doesn't know how to maintain the character. One of the things I like about Joseph in the midst of his pit in the midst of the pit, you never read. No one has read Joseph lost his character. And even in the pressure with Potiphar's wife, Joseph never, he never lost 
his character, even when he was thrown into prison, he never let prison imprison his mind. He maintained his character. So can I ask you a question? Are you maintaining your character? Is your character strong as the earth? Is it strong? Is it an anger that keeps you from selling in all types of direction, but it keeps you stable? It keeps you grounded. So you have to think about too as well that in the midst of your dream, when you come out of the pit situation, the sticky, the sticky, stinky situation, you you come out of you know a place of isolation, place that you can make a decision that either you're gonna choose life or you're gonna choose the easy route. When you come out of the pit, you have to realize that you have to make the commitment and you have to believe, you have to be convinced. Is your dream a, a true dream or is it an illusion? Is your dream a true dream or is it an illusion? To differentiate between the dream and illusion, first, you have to write your dream down because it separates it from an illusion. Dreams that are written down are dreams that are conceived in the mind and it has the potential to come to pass. I think about it as well is that, you know, in, in the midst of having a dream, you have to have great patience. And the of your dream too as well is that you have to understand that you will have painful moments. Let me share a quick story with you is that Abraham Lincoln stood on the dock of a New Orleans yard and saw a a child torn scream from his mother's arms and sold away. As he, as he witnessed this, he dug his nails into his hands until they bled and he dreamed of the when the curse of slavery could be removed from America. The dream sustained through a nervous breakdown, 10 political defeats, until eventually he became president of the United States. He signed the Emancipation of Proclamation, and in his dream, that dream came true. But you, did you know? Then, did you know, towards the latter portion of his dream, you know what happened. The assassination of Abraham so Abraham Lincoln. So let me ask you what are, what is the sacrifice that you're willing to make against all odds towards your dream? You can never have fulfillment, true fulfillment of sacrifice. Sacrifice is willing to give up what is good to pursue what is right. We often choose the good things because we think they are the right things and you're deceiving yourself because the good things 
may not always be the better things for other people in your dream. Now, your dream is not about yourself when it's a true dream. Because a dream that's for, that's big, that's, that's megas, that's a dream, it, it, it always requires other people. It always has humility in there. It always has a sense of humbleness, you know, being humble. And lastly, it's a dream that will last beyond you for many generations. So let's say this, that a dream is really big. It, it comes from God. Now, you may be a person listening to this podcast and may not, you know, be all into that religious stuff, but, you know, God is not religion. He's a relationship. And I want to tell you this is that when you have a true dream, it involves God at the, at the peak, at the very height of that dream because in that dream God tells you who you are and he allows you to see who he is and he he sends people to help that vision, that dream to come to pass and with that 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 dream that comes from the great creator, that dream that comes from Elohim, that dream that comes from the Lord of hosts is that he will send divine favor. What is divine favor? He will send divine assistance. What is divine assistance? He will send help. He will send help. Because your dream is never for you to feel by yourself. You will need to, one, develop your team. You cannot accomplish your dream uh, without developing your team. And this is what makes or breaks the power and purpose of a dream because if you think that you can do it all by yourself, then you're fooling yourself, that you are a foolish man who thinks that he can do it all. You, you come to the reality that when you walk, when you walk on the cross, it don't take but one. <laughs> when you walk on the cross, <laughs> walk on the cross, your foot get easier because it's, it's a it's a narrow piece of wood. When you walk through life, being committed to the power and purpose of your dream, you realize that when you you're gonna slip many days, but you need people that will hold you up. You need people like Joshua and Caleb that will hold your arms up in the midst of the battle. Because if you don't have anybody that will support you, you don't have anybody that can, that you can delegate the task to, and you will you will come to the point that you become burnt out and you will give up on your dream. So, last you need a team for your dream, and you need a dream team for your dream because there are some situations and circumstances that will come up. In your mean that it will cause for crisis management. Good, good two words to write down: crisis management. Because everyone will face crisis management. What will you do? 
when a key person in your in your team is not able to perform by, you know, what would you do when one dies in your team? Do you have a succession plan in place? Do you have insurances in place? Let me pause right there when I say insurance. Does your family covered with the proper protection in case if you cannot continue on with the dream, can they pick up the dream and either sit or continue on with it? Or will you be the person that mismanaged the dream and you have did all this work but all your work is like a it's just like a pound of dust or it's like dust that can be easily blown away in it. So what are you doing right now to put protection in your gym? I recently met the attorney in a in a small group networking meeting and he brought up the subject about estate plan and he related this story about one of his clients who who was a multi-millionaire built several different businesses and and all of a sudden his life got interrupted by illness and one day John John is not his real name but one day John was you know uppity and you know very aggressive person you know, he was very maddening, know what he wanted, how he went, and, you know, he got what he wanted. He had to build relationships, network, and so on. So all these great ladies and things, but one day, life came and hit him. And John was a, a, a you know, well, movable person, and you know, he got around pretty good, but way John began to slow down and the lawyer picked up and said, Well he was used to John just coming in like yeah, yeah, yeah and John wasn't aggressive, he was really nice and and he was like, Yeah, something's wrong. I'm come to find out John had illness and illness, you know, got progressive and John ended up on into hospice. And guess what? When John went into the hospice, his businesses was tied up into partnerships that the, all the paperwork wasn't fully completed. What I mean, the paperwork wasn't fully completed is that he had to scramble. He only had a week and a half weeks to get all the paperwork together because the wife was a and did not have a clue on how to run a business or anything because she's a stay-at-home wife and that doesn't give an excuse of being a stay-at-home wife but she could have known about the business but she chose not to and that's their life and that the story the main point of the story is is that John is in the hospital, hospital and he cannot function like he normally functions and he cannot move like he normally moves he is dying with no proper plan in place for his legacy to continue on. And a lawyer has to 
pretty much relate the message to John because John right now at this state he cannot speak. Therefore, it's only his his conscience can keep going on. So the Lord had to say, you have to sign right here. You understand in another language. You know, you understand that John speaks. So John had to sign off on things. You know, point and sign. And you understand. Blink your eyes. You can see now in the in the story. Do you have something in this to protect? your dream, and your family. So, well, the story is, if you didn't get it, if you didn't catch it, if you came on, like you just missed the stories that in the midst of your dream, pursuing your dream, do you have the paperwork in place? Do you have things in place to protect your family. Is your family aware of the things that you have and don't have? This is this is what creeps in like the the grave robber of many families is that when it comes down to finances, when it comes down to sitting down at the table and talking about the values of the family, people want to shy away of the conversation. They don't get real, but if you were to interrupt football game, if you were to interrupt their entertainment, then they would you out. Oh, they will have a fit. Oh, they will tell you about yourself. But when it comes down to say that down and say, what are you doing for others? And what do you have in place to protect your family to protect a family, then there are silence, there are arguments, there are no viable conversation that goes forth, and therefore the family is left to bear the burden of things. Now, when you have a dream, remember this that you will have adversaries to that dream, you will have adversaries. I know your adversaries because the adversaries always look like your family. The adversaries that people will always protect best interests. You will face many no's before you turn those no's to on's. Turn those on's until yes, we'll press on and yes, we will get a yes. Because the reality is people will not value your dream unless you value yourself and they see that you value yourself. You are prepared and you come knowing that this this thing, this idea, this this is what I have and this is all I have and this is what I, I just know and believe so it will come past. So in your dream, remember this that you must have character, you must have conviction, you must have courage, and you must have commitment. Those four things, because you have the character, I mentioned about character before, you have the courage, is that in the midst of fear, that you continue to have action.
passion and you have the conviction that you do not allow other people's opinion to change your belief or change your identity about who you are, then you have the commitment that you continue to persevere in the mix of pressure. Pressure will come, but continue to move on. You continue to adjust the plans. You continue to present. And lastly, I want to leave you with this, is that Sydney Trim posted on, on Twitter these, these, these words, and I want to I want to reiterate his words to you is that God is too powerful to fail you, too honorable to fail you, too consistent to disappoint you, too committed to leave you or forsake you, too loving to reject you, and too rich to leave without leave you without help. Help, intervention, and resources are always in His plan. So let me ask you: How purpose of journey? Do you have? A plan to succeed. If you don't have a plan to succeed, then someone else will plan your life. You you have to be at your job right now, and you feel like that you're frustrated, and you're 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 going to a place that you're 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 unfulfilled. And let me share this with you: is that while you're going there, being why are you going there and not having joy? You have to reach deep and down, deep down within yourself and realize that the reason that you're frustrated, the reason that you feel unfulfilled, is that your dream is calling you to greater levels. It's calling you to greater success. It it wants to be released from you. You've been pregnant for a long time. Now it's time to birth what is inside of you. That is the pain of of the tier one of a dream is the tier one is that you have the you have the seed that's planting you, then you go through the birthing process. Tier two is that you have this this baby and you know, you're you is lovable and, and all that movie movie stuff, then you have to raise you have to start planning out is that it grows up and walks and do all these amazing things in tier four and now it becomes a mature a mature baby mature business mature thing that can help other people many generations help your family so this dream is 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 a remarkable story. It's a remarkable story of your of what you can do that you can change the narrative of your life right now by taking a pen and piece of paper and writing out your desire, manifesting what is in the visible to the visible. So I I say this is that you have to value your journey and you have to value yourself. And if you don't if you don't have value of yourself then people will 
see value in you. So have confidence in your dreams. Have confidence. If you're not aligned with your dreams, you're not aligned with your purpose, then do what you have to do to discover that. If you're spiritual, in the midst in pursuing your dream, you have to trust God. And there's no way around that. You can get to such a level of success that you, you will be humble. Trust me. It's better to trust them than, than to um, than to allow pride to get in place that he will have to humble you. And humbleness is not the Joseph experience that he puts you in the pit. But it's an experience that everything is taken away from you that you have to know that you have to abandon yourself for him. No one wants to go through that and you just have to the power and purpose of dream if you don't get anything out of this lesson. There's one thing that I want to leave with you is this is that you must know who you are in order to help someone else fulfill who they are. You must know who you are so you can help someone else fulfill who they are. There are people that are assigned to your dreams. And in the midst of obscurity, it's a process of growth. Because when your dream is big, you have to be qualified for it. In other words, your character must grow into your dream. If you were to get your dream at its peak state, it will obliterate it will obliterate you, it will destroy you. Because a dream has a great investment. And it always looks for a great manager to be faithful and to know how to multiply that dream. <laughs> Before I open the lines, I wanna I wanna say this and is that you know, there was three sure, it was three men and you know, a rich the rich ruler gave talents to these three men. He gave five, he gave three, he gave one. The five multiplied, the three multiplied, and the one buried. And when the rich ruler, the noble ruler, the king, came back and said, you know, he told, he looked at the five, he said, good, you failed. And over the five, you increased it, you multiplied you know, here, you know, good. You know, here's some more. You looked at the three, you said, good, you increased it, great. You looked, so you looked at the one, you said, wow, you didn't do nothing with it. And once they feared you, I know you was a harsh man, and, you know, I, I figured that you know, I was supposed to bury it. And the rich ruler, you know, the king, he looked at the one, and he was just like, wow. You're a wicked, you're a wicked servant. You're a wicked, you're a wicked manager. Wicked means that you're a bad, you're a bad manager. 
Isn't that the same thing that we go through some of our lives that we thought that it was doing a good thing, but it wasn't the right thing? The, the one actually had, he could have had, he had more potential than the five, but he chose to bury his dreams. He chose to bury his talent. Therefore, he was despised. He was rejected. For the dream, so what's the point of the short story? The point of the short story is that when you have a dream, you're expected to apply. You're expected. It is a supernatural DNA from the creator itself. He expects you to replenish, to multiply, to fruitful, and subdue, have dominion. Your dream in your dream. He gave me the formula, but he never said you're supposed to do it at all. But the formula is there. So I say to you, in the power purpose of your dream, be fruitful, multiply, subdue, and lead, have dominion of your dream. And Don't allow anybody to change your opinion of your dream. If you don't have it all, then there's a way to get it all to give to other people. And that is this. Set your heart, set your heart, motivate your heart to do what's right. And what is good by both man and God. Miss Carter, that's it for me, man. Wow, wow, wow. I tell you, man, I got so many notes, man. I got a whole page of notes. I am filled up tonight. If anybody uh, missed this call, y'all missed a good one. Um, Brother Fred A. Jones II laid it down tonight. And he was talking about the power and purpose of dreams. And um, I'm going to open it up. Um, in a few seconds, but first I want to go over some of the notes that I took because man, I, I'm just I'm just ex- excited, man, ecstatic, and, and I'm, I'm grateful to um, be a part of this message, man. It really empowered me. Um, some of the notes I took was that the difference between a dream and a vision: a, a dream happens when you're asleep, and a vision happens when you're awake. Then I wrote down dreams empowers you to align with your purpose. And then you have to grow in your dreams. I wrote that down. I got that out of it. And then they say, stay in character in the midst of your test. And that was a good one because a lot of times when we're trying to pursue our dreams, something come in and try to distract us or the enemy, the haters come in. And, and can you stay focused and stay in your character in the midst of your, of your test? Um, will you stay the same in the middle of your test? And that's the same thing as integrity, keeping your integrity when things go going not the way you planned it. And when, when, when circumstances arises and try to shatter your dreams, can you still stay and keep that same mentality, that same love that you had before you even went through that test? Can you come out? Oh, and then, he wrote, then I wrote down, is your character as strong as the earth? And that was powerful. 
Is your dream real or is it an illusion? Wow. I mean, I mean that that's something to, to, to know because sometimes if you don't, some people write their dreams down, and I think that's a good idea. I think you did mention that, um, Brother Fred, to write your dreams down. And, and so make sure that you write them down and, and then try to um, build on um, your dreams. And so some people dream, uh, write them down once a month and make sure that they stay in character or stay in pursuit of the same thing. So um, that's somebody. But anyway, I wrote also, what sacrifice are you willing to give up to fulfill your dream? Wow, that, now that was powerful. What sacrifice are you willing to give up to fulfill your dream? Because sometimes to pursue your dream and fulfill it, you have to give up something that's hindering you from getting there. And a lot of times we know what it is, but we just don't want to give it up. And I think that is our handicap. If we can give up something that's hindering our dream. And so I like that one. I got a couple of more I wrote down before I open it up to the rest. Is he sends people to help with your dream. Now, that, that's very encouraging to know because when God gives you a dream and you got a destiny, you're going to need help with your dream. But make sure that the people that come in have the same vision that you have. And so share that vision with them and then get their response because um, everybody, um, like Fred was saying, is not there to help your dream. Some of them are dream killers. So you have to be careful when you share your dream. And then you, you, I wrote down also you need people to help you uh, if you get weary, I mean, if you get tired um, in the process of going through. And you gave the illustration of Moses when, the, when he got tired, the two men um, um, hold his hand up. And every time his hand went up, they prevailed. And when he got weak, they, they, they um, was getting um, defeated. And so then I wrote down, um, you gave us four C words. I got character, uh, courage, and the other two I didn't get. And lastly, I got you must know who you are to help someone else find who they are. And so, man, I think you did a great, outstanding job, um, Fred. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, I hope somebody else got something. So at this time, I'm going to open it up. Do you get it on unmute? Okay, if there anybody else wanted to join in in this conversation, we were talking about the power and purpose of dreams, and it was um, our speaker tonight was um, one of our very own uh, co-founder of the Force of One, um, Fred A. Jones II. And so um, we're going to let you guys open up. We're going to give you a couple of minutes because we're running short on time. And so if you got a couple of minutes to just say something to um, encourage um, Brother Fred, then the floor is yours. Go, go, go. Is there anybody else out there that want to talk? I say this in a short amount of time. If anybody wants to chime in, can, is that when the power of purpose of dreams, that you have to stay, you have to maintain your health in the journey, maintain your, your wellness in the journey. You know, your physical intake and outtake is very important. What you eat, 
what you put in your body does manifest out of your body. So a lot, you know, when you're pursuing your dreams, is that you have to maintain the proper exercise that fits your body. You may not be able to, per- you may not be the person that can work out for one hour. But can you do ten minutes? You may not be perfect. Per- the perfect, be the person that can, you know, lift three hundred pounds or two hundred pounds or even one hundred and fifty pounds. But can you do twenty five pounds? The point of the the point of the, the short message is that you can do something to help your body maintain its wellness because if you want when you when you're faced with opposition when you face your your adversaries your adversaries will always be i use the term always i use the term always lightly because they always will be stronger than you why because you're working towards you using a lot of energy and you're working towards what you need to do and while your energy is being exerted and focused on this one area of course your 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 opposition now opposition may be a distraction and opposition may be something in your mind that that drifts you away from the very thing that you're supposed to be doing you're talking about focus and that you have to you have to realize that you need that extra boost from your your physical being to for you to maintain your dream. I give you a short example of it is that you don't want to be the person that you know you're doing what you're supposed to do with your dream. Then uh, this has happened many times to ministers and the leaders is that you're not falling out and some people you know is with. Because they slow down and realize that you have to take care of the physical being in order to live out your spiritual life. We are created by spirit, soul, and body. The body is the last thing. Is that, you know, when your body is right, then you're able to focus on the two and proper balance. Mr. Carter. Well, I, I tell you, man, everything was spot on tonight, man. You did an excellent job. And I'm just so grateful that I was on this call. I'm so glad Uncle Frank woke me up. And, you know, because I was laying down asleep. But, man, I got me an ear for tonight. And um, I'm just wondering, is there anyone else on the call who want to identify themselves? Um, we got about two minutes, and we're going to um, um, let um, Fred close us out with prayer and our upcoming events. But I want to thank Uncle Frank um, for the opportunity to moderate this call tonight in his absence. We all, we all love Uncle Frank and the vision that he has for the Force of One. <clears throat> but um, always protect your dream. And, and always um, um, share your dream to help somebody else because God can manifest that dream not for you but to help somebody else. So, Fred, thank you. And, that, that, and uh, I'm going to give it to you so you can close us out in prayer and upcoming events. And the last words is yours. Go, go, go. Uh, thank you, Mr. Carr. I just want to remind everyone that we do have a Force of One Facebook page. Go to Facebook in the search menu, type in the Force One and America One, and you will see all the content that we have on there. And also you can go on Google, too. Just type in Force of One with no spaces, and you can see two pages worth of content videos and the speakers that we had on 
the broadcast, whether it be present or past speakers. So, too, we have our seventh, seventh annual Father and Sons Red Option that will be held on June the 8th. It will be the location is at the Epi, the Epi Center, which is right across the street from the Word of the Cathedral, where the presiding pastors and leader, Bishop Dale Browner. This is not a church event. Just give you a major landmark so you know where the location is at. The purpose of the the Father and Son, the seventh annual Father and Son Red Tide Lunch, and the purpose of it is that we are creating an emotional love between the Father and the Son. It's a caveat to that. The caveat is that you don't have, have, you know, you don't have to just be the relationship to be the Father and Son. It could be a mentor and mentee. It could be a single mother who has a young man, age of 13 through 16, and we ask that you will register that young man, register table for security purposes, so we know, we'll know who we can, you know, have an account of the young man that will come in, single mother, to so make sure that, you know, everything is okay on that area. And, you know, if you're a grandfather who was raising a son, bring them out. It's open to that. Tickets are only $10. You find the tickets on our Force One Facebook page is pinned on the top. It's an event break. That you just show, you go to the register table and you are registered. And also, we're going to have, we asking, you know, and this pair of shoes that we'll be able to give to a charitable donation. And be a young man that's there that's less fortunate that needs those shoes, we don't know. We have vendors there, we have people that's going to teach young men how to read so it will increase their scholastic scores so they can score higher on SAT so they can get more scholarships so parents can do graduate parent plus loans and all that ungodly type loans. So look, we have so many things. You want to learn how to want a young man to learn how to tie a tie. You know, we have small business entrepreneurs that are going to be there. They can get mentors and just know what career field they, they think about wanting to and what they're going to have there. Mechanical engineering and a, and a bonus on top of that. So we're going to take a small group of young men and fathers, grandfathers. We're going to take them to um, hunting grounds and with with some experts that have been hunting for man, 20, 20 plus years. Hunting there, they had their own hunting, uh, and and it's just gonna, you know, take them there. They can do forward, you know, four wheel running, you know, the four runners. They can go hunting, fishing, and they go just have man, man talk, parent talk. So that man, we have so much that we're gonna present there. And it's gonna be our seventh annual bonus and red tie luncheon. I'm excited about it. Don't just share it. Uh, we want to pack the house out. We're going to have professional photography that we're going to have. It's going to be the bang. It's going to be good. I mean, for it. it's going to be good. So I have that and just shout out and I want to thank Mr. Carter tonight. And he did an excellent job, man. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you. hosting the Force of One broadcast. So thank you, Mr. Carter. All right, all right. We thank you, man, as well. And so, um, if you will, um, can you lead us out in prayer? Sure, sure. I, really, I just want to say these last words: is that the power and purpose of the dream, of your dreams, is that you know you 
You must know who you are so you can help others to feel who they are. And secondly is that you must have character. You must grow in your character so you can sustain the journey of fulfilling the power and purpose of your dream. So, Father God, thank you so much for the the words that mentioned tonight. Thank you for the love. Thank you for peace. For those who are listening to the broadcast from around the podcast, just thank you for a special blessing on their lives. We think they will be fruitful and multiply. They will replenish. And they will take authority in the power and purpose of their dreams. We thank you. If they, if they had hope that was lost, thank you that hope is found. If they felt discouraged. I thank you that they found courage to continue on and to pursue their dreams. I thank you. It felt like they were isolated, that you would send people to give them comfort. I thank you if they felt like they just wanted to give up. I thank you that you have strengthened them. And in the midst of their weakness, you are in perfect strength in them. I thank you, Lord, that you are also wonderful and loving Father. I thank you for the Frank Marshall, the visionary. I thank you that you to protect him and his family. Thank you for Mr. Carter, who moderated the Force One broadcast on tonight. Thank you that you are going to protect him. Peace and blessings around his family. For all those who are listening, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to the message of the power of dreams. We thank you. Amen.